Tell Tales, Dakota Folk Life and Stories is a collection of narratives of shared personal experiences of peoples of the North Dakota Plains. They originate from and are shaped by interviews with senior citizens, many who are in elder care facilities. In 2020, our emphasis was on veterans, and while in-person interviews were not possible due to the pandemic, we were able to speak remotely with a number of them. One of the 9,400 North Dakota military personnel who served during the Korean War was Kermit Uland, currently a resident of the Cheyenne Care Center in Valley City, North Dakota. Over the years, Kermit has suffered four heart attacks as well as a stroke, but he was in good spirits and happy to talk with us via FaceTime during the height of the pandemic isolation of 2020. I am uh, Kermit Uland, one of just two children. My dad died when I was just two years old, so that's the end of our family. Had had my ups and downs, but I... Uh, been able to get spare parts so far. Growing up on a farm in the 1920s near Cooperstown, North Dakota, medical attention, much less spare parts, wasn't easy to get. Kermit remembers one injury he suffered as a young boy. My grandpa was fixing on a, something on this barn, kind of maybe 20 feet up or something. And you know how wood... When it splinters, it doesn't splinter straight. It gets pointed on one side. And uh, I suppose he thought he was watching me while he was working up there, and he dropped a board, and it was real pointed, and it went in my head here. There's, there's a little mark that shows. He carried me into the house, and of course he was excited. And it's, they had a hired girl there, and uh, right away she grabbed a handful of flour out of the flour bin and stuck it in that whole hole in my head. And that's all the doctor I had out of that thing. I went into the service when I was 20. I was going to get drafted. There were three of us that knew we'd be drafted right away. We enlisted, hoping to stay together, but we all went different directions. Kermit has vivid memories of the night he left the United States for Korea. I can remember distinctly when we left, we went on a boat from United States to Japan. We left Seattle right kind of in the evening and there was a moon out and you can kind of picture a big ship going in the water and leaving a wake. It was still, and, and we could see this long wake behind us. And that uh, ship we were on, the day it, after we got off it in Japan, it sank. I was uh, in uh, Japan and Korea, and then I got sent back to Japan again and was there for two months, maybe. Then I got sent back to Korea again. One thing, not everybody can see that they saluted General Douglas MacArthur. I knew, I knew the guy that was in the honor guard there, so said I could stand with the honor guard. And when MacArthur came, walked by us, we saluted him. So I suppose I was 10 feet from him. So, so that's as far as I got. 
in uh, Korea, we were at a, it had been a Japanese uh, air strip there, you know, there was just few buildings and, and uh, air runway. Japanese told the Koreans what they could and couldn't do, and they were very hard on them, I think. They were hard on us when we were first there. We were the first ones there. But the Koreans didn't like us. They were scared of us. They thought anybody that was a soldier would be mean to them too. I got to be good friends with uh, some Koreans. There's some that worked for us, did uh, work around the base. I got invited to this wedding, a Korean wedding, and was looking forward to that, but our commander wouldn't let me go. It wasn't safe to be out alone among some Koreans. When you got to know them, they're people just like us. Those that got to know us and got to know we got to know them. We were able to communicate with them a little bit. And, but the, they're human beings just like us. And have to give a little and take a little. I'm terrible emotional. I've been asked to relate some things from Korea. And uh, I, I couldn't, I cry old grown-up man and I should but uh, our doctor said don't be ashamed of crying when it's something like that I, I saw you know friends they just get killed they they didn't know what they were going into I suppose didn't have any choice nobody wins in a war Everybody loses. Innocent guys who haven't done anything wrong get killed in there. It was like having a brother killed. Our pastor told us something once that I remember. I don't remember many things he told us. But, you know, it isn't important when you died or when you were born. But what is important, how you live your life between those two dates. You asked me if I'd do it again, but I would, because it's an honor to do something for your country, and uh, you don't get a chance to do that every day. So if anything you can do to help veterans, do it. Will you do that? Produced in partnership with the Cheyenne Care Center in Valley City, North Dakota, and Dakota Legacy. This project is produced in part with a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts.